0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Odigiri & Co podcast, I almost forgot the name of my podcast. <laughs> uh, and yes, you recognize from the laugh, today I am with Grinder. hello.
1: Hello. How's How going?
0: are you? <laughs> good. I'm good,
1: I'm good. I'm excited for this.
0: Yes, me too. Sorry, it was just a mess to get everything organized today. It was That's like, fine. yes, I will blame it on my poor little dog chewing on my headphones. Let's just say it was the case. Oh, yeah. Always oh, better on the dog. Uh, So uh, this episode, just let's jump. Ju- let's jump straight in the topic. Um, yeah. Is created because of your latest uh, uh, one of your latest uh, YouTube videos um, that was really, I think, resonated a lot with the community and resonated with me uh, in for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And that video was uh, what the fuck happened to FPV. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched it people you should go watch it. It's I think it was very well uh, structured uh, and Thank very you. well explained. Um so yeah, I just wanted to come back on those different topics that you've touched um in that video if you want.
1: Yeah. That was yeah. that video also like I didn't really plan on that. I just I the mood hit me. I had inspiration. I wrote a couple lines and that just turned into a whole script so i was like all right we got something here like that was just my pure feelings coming out onto the script and then i read it out loud you know like that was hardly edited that was all yeah. pretty much one take
0: <laughs> wow that's really good. well actually i was curious like do you when you do your videos like let's do a little tangent because I, I i never <laughs> asked you that um mm-hmm. they always like i, I feel like you, you you organize your thoughts very well. And I always wonder, do you read off a script or what, how can you tell Pretty much, it? Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, I used to, everything I used to just kind of wing it, but now any kind of video I do, I write a script for, which is, you know, if it's just a framework of like, I want to say this funny joke in the beginning or something, and I want to do this in the middle, or it, whether it's complete paragraphs of exactly what I'm saying. Usually I won't read exactly what I write. I'll kind of just look at it, but I don't have a teleprompter. So what I'll do is just, read you know I'll memorize a paragraph and then cut it and then memorize the next paragraph and read it and cut it that's why I have a lot of jump cuts when I talk a lot Is because I'm legit just trying to memorize a paragraph read it normally and then cut it to the next one
0: Mm. I want to
1: tell a prompter but I feel like I would read more robotic if I did that I think it sounds a little more natural kind of trying to memorize what you want to say and then just saying it
0: yeah yeah do you do that because you have a tendency to just be scattered
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. If I don't, yeah, I'll say something and then I'll just freestyle in a whole other <laughs> subject that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I have to have that to stay focused with like what I want to say in the video or else I'll watch it while I'm editing. I'm like, damn, that's not what I meant to do. You know, like that's, that's yeah. totally not it.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. That makes some sense now, so...
1: (laughs) Yeah, I need organization. (laughs) My mind will just go, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so on that video, the reason why I'm interested, I was just telling you before we started recording, is because it came out right when, on a FPV group that I am on Facebook, there was lots of rants about, mainly about people uh let's say call them fpv influencers Uh, i don't Mm. like using that term because i still think that amongst them there are people who genuinely like flying but they 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 are their type of flying is perceived as the newest generation of influencers you know they go to bali they go to beautiful (laughs) landscapes you know and i have nothing against that style but to come back to that um they were like some criticism about these people doing it only for the money doing it only for uh, the views etc etc and using the you know the fact that newcomers who would watch these videos would then rely on their expertise where maybe they are not the most experts one so there was right. this criticism on facebook and people were saying you know facebook also i don't know why i'm still on it but anyway <laughs> and there was they were saying yeah it's not what it used to be but also my argument uh, was oh um but nothing prevents you from going to your local spot with your mates and fly and ignore that yeah. part but um so i was a bit like maybe i was a bit uh closed-minded and then your video opened my mind a bit more about oh yeah okay these things that you talked about are real like it's actually happening <laughs> so you changed yeah, a bit my it mind
1: is, <clears throat> it is different yeah <clears throat> Excuse me. anyway that's like um go ahead go ahead if you're gonna
0: finish uh, i was just gonna say uh, we can start straight into the three points you talked about or you can just jump into it and tell me what you think.
1: Touching on what you had said, if things have changed or not, Joshua Bardwell left a comment on that video, you know, and I think he kind of misunderstood what I was saying because he said something along the line of um, you know what you have is nostalgia for better times uh, you know um, something about middle age. I can't remember and things are never gonna be the same they were things are gonna be different and which I agree with yeah and I, I replied to him along the lines of I understand that as middle-aged in my 20s like I get nostalgia I've been part of a lot of scenes that have changed drastically and I've seen corporate influence take over a lot of different things which is what I was commenting on you know in my video so he had some valid points for sure but I think he kind of missed part of it and anybody that else is that's that's what it is is I realize things do change you, you know for the better for the worse. it's the future things are going to evolve into something different than they started as especially fpv that was a small diy community once the bigger companies got a hold of it it grew into something else everybody wanted to start making money off of it whether they cared about the actual hobby or not whereas you know mm-hmm. eight years ago if you had an fpv company you cared about fpv you were super into drones and now you see companies that don't really care they just want to make the money they're just trying to copy what somebody else did that was successful and then you get the what I had said was like the inbred creation of all the Pico Pavo style pusher micros. Like who really wants that many? You know what I mean? That, there should be like three of those and then you should have normal drones, but you, you should yeah. have what you, what's fun to fly and everything. But it, yeah. it just, it's, I tried, I took a sort of a step back from it and looked at it as, you know, more objective as the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's a lot different and that's okay. But do I like the direction where it's going? You know, should people be happy with the direction where it's going? Not just me. Should the community be happy with the direction it's going in?
0: yeah and and that made sense and and the way you explained it suddenly made sense to me because i thought what people meant first were more like what joshua badwell just said under your video and i was like oh but you're thinking when we were like Ten, <laughs> ten people <laughs> flying, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. doing what we wanted. And even yesterday I was talking at work because I do lots of paperwork for normal drones, not like FPV drones and stuff for my job. And I was telling my friend, oh my God, there's so much things to do now. And now I feel guilty because when I was younger, I've done things with my FPV drones that I shouldn't have done probably. And <laughs> I said, but, you know, and I was like, it was not really smart. I was younger and now I don't do it anymore. And I said, but... I miss it. It was fun. And I showed him some videos <laughs> and stuff. And and then, and then I was like, well, that's funny because we're recording an episode with you today and we're talking about how things have changed and it felt like so many things have changed. And, and now I can, yeah, I, I can see why some p- people are upset Um, so to, to, to come back on your first point, and that's what you said earlier, uh, you called it in your chapters on Facebook, the AI, uh, abomination. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so do you want to explain a little bit what you, what you meant and what you talked about and what you think is going on with that?
1: That was a sort of, you know, with the Palo Pico is a great example of that. There are a few other drones, but it's just companies see another company sell something or somebody even, not even another company like somebody will DIY a drone style like uh, was it Chris C that made all the little long range micros and stuff and then there was 20 of those frames that they all said inspired by which is mm-hmm. good enough inspired by it but like come on man Yeah, I just see that happening a lot. And then a company will see that one that sells and that company wants to make that style of a drone to sell it. And then eventually you're not drawing on original inspiration or anything. You're drawing on somebody else's design completely. And then you have your inbred abomination, which is just a whole bunch of what's maybe sells well. But then once you go down the line of the telephone game 10 times, it's some piece of shit drone that doesn't need to exist
0: yeah and the only reason they do it is because that's what is trendy and that's what people mm-hmm. uh find first and and i think that that was one of your following points i don't know which order uh they are but you were saying when you look up fpv these days on youtube all you get is affiliated links videos that's what you call yeah, them I think. it's
1: dji <laughs> potato drones and stuff like that and then um And then affiliate link laden videos. Yeah. And there's nothing inherently wrong with affiliate links. If you like a product and you recommend it, yeah, make some money off it by linking it. But for me, it's when you have like every single drone is the best drone. Every single thing is, oh, the best. And here's an affiliate link. Or even if you don't like something, you still do that and you still, you know, refuse to say anything negative about it. I just find that like, come on, man, you can make money a different way besides like screwing over people new to the hobby, you know, that, that rely on you for advice yeah and that's nobody and, in particular. I just want to say that's anybody that does stuff like that
0: yeah 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 and and this makes me think this makes me think of something that happened earlier on in the in the hobby um it's not the same, but I wanted to know what you were thinking of that when you remember when it was still like a niche hobby, but the new products were coming out. All the time like every single mm-hmm. month and then yeah. every new product would be the best product ever <laughs> according to people yeah. how are you feeling about this at the time because that was like 2017 2018 so that's a long time ago sort of.
1: yeah it feels like forever ago
0: yeah <laughs> especially um, in
1: drone years yeah i yeah it can't. Everything obviously can't be the best, and you can be excited about a new technology, but especially brand new stuff in twenty twenty four. It needs some time to prove itself. I think you can. Anybody can like have a super innovative product, but then, you know, when it comes to mass production, we got to wait to see if it's going to work for everybody. Like, does it just work for you and your friends, or is it going to work for everybody? Are you going to support it after that? You know, mm. after you take everybody's money, are going to still be a company that's going to support that, and people break it, are going to offer replacement parts for whatever it is? Everything, everything can't be the ultimate greatest and best. And if you're using that that line to like promote your affiliate links or to promote your video or something that's really shitty because that's dishonest you know and we're getting a lot bigger as an FPV community it's getting huge but it's still kind of like hometowny small everybody gets along for the most part you know what i mean we we help each other for the most part we don't squabble too much i'm off facebook so maybe i'm i don't know about the squabbling but (laughs) it's it's too small to screw other people over for money you know what yeah. I mean? I don't. I don't like seeing that. And even if you're like, oh well, they're just selling products. Like let's not screwing people over. That's cool. I get that. But, but yeah.
0: you shouldn't promote
1: something as like if you unless you really think it is the ultimate best thing. You know. Otherwise, yeah. no. Just be like, here's a product. Make your own decision. Here's my opinion on it after using it for one day.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably the risk. Whereas in in the past when new products were out there were brands that were already established because they were there since the beginning. And then you had pilots who had flown products for a while and and then they were trying something new and we could maybe believe them more than someone. (laughs) Do you think it's because a lot of people that come first in the search results at the moment come from, like, more the video side, the video back, background more than the flying background, that it becomes blurry about their opinion on things and, their, yeah, and whether they're relevant. I,
1: I think so, for sure. I think of all those people were you two were first in an FPV, FPV pilot second, you know what I mean? There's a few yeah. people that started back in the day, I won't name names, but they pretty much just wanted to be a YouTuber. And when FPV didn't work out, they tried some other things, and that didn't work out, and they just quit and did other stuff. Whereas me, like, I wanted both. I wanted to fly drones and be really good at it and get sponsored, and I wanted to have a YouTube channel that people like. So I just, I worked towards that all the time. And it, it was really slow to build, but I still got it. Well, wherever That's I'm right. at, I don't want to say here, but I'm, I'm it's my job now. You know what I mean? That was the dream, and I did it. So whatever yeah. I did worked. I think like people have lofty ambitions and they'll invest a lot of money and it won't work out and they'll get really disheartened and really should maybe set lower goals and kind of just like do it for fun. And if it takes off then then push it, you know what I mean? If not, keep it for fun. Because yeah. I've done a few things that I, I've started making money with that were for fun and it's not fun at all because you don't want to do it because it's for money and shit. And you're like, ah, oh, this was like my to get away from the grind type thing. But yeah. thankfully, FPV is super fun. So even though it's a job, it's it's still super fun. Like every time yeah. I put on the like goggles, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun as shit. <laughs> I'm so glad
0: I do this. Yeah, I'm so glad you do this because you're one of the last people I watch the YouTube channel <laughs> of. <laughs> and also I think you're the only one, like when I put it on my TV and my and my boyfriend sees your episode, he's always like laughing and and like yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaks to people who are not in the hobby as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, okay, that that made me think of something like um, because you had a break last time you were on the podcast. It was just after a little break of yours. And you said, oh, I feel refreshed and things like that. So sorry, we're going on a tangent for sure. Um, no, yeah, I <laughs> and, and I've noticed that your content since then is is even, I don't know how to say, more original than it was before. Um, do you think, yeah, are, are you enjoying still yeah. as much? Yeah? yeah. I think
1: I've, before that break, I fell into a rut where my videos were, On Saturday, let me drive to Delaware and fly freestyle at the office park with my friends. You know what I mean? That was fun, but it didn't make for the most engaging content. And then I was kind of trying to figure out what to do. I took the break. I tried to do a few videos where I, like, made stuff. I did drone soccer, and it didn't do very well. And I was just like, what is it, man? And then... I kind of realized that I'm relying on all my friends for my content. I was relying on everybody else to help me out to make videos as far as being characters in the videos and everything when yeah. I was like I need to just do me and do what's fun for me and after that and I thought about it a bit and I was like alright I like building wacky drone shit you know what I mean? So like I have a new one coming out Saturday where I made an acrylic drone the last one I did <laughs> was the gorilla whoop with a monocle thing and gorilla yeah. whooping and tiny whooping is super fun too like I'm definitely flying micros a lot more than 5 inch so now I'm I'm kind of like finding this other groove where I'm just some silly dude that makes weird shit out of drones and then now and then I just go fly my whoops around and that's way more fulfilling to me. I mean, I like hanging out with my friends but then I don't like filming it and making it my job. I like just hanging out with my friends.
0: Yeah. So it's different
1: now. Now I can like have a lot more fun making video. I feel more free definitely and taking that break gave me the time to reset and chill and think about what I'm doing rather than, damn, I got to get this next video out. I have no time to like just take a break and chill.
0: Yeah, it's a hard job
1: it's it's ridiculous once a week like i'll see some people that work in factories or you know manual labor like that's not a real job you know i'm like well i don't care what you say i don't care what you think (laughs) just because you can't do this doesn't make it any less valid it is like every single day i work at this i just don't clock in from nine to five and my boss doesn't decide how much to pay me like if i don't put out good videos i don't make patreon money i don't sell frames i don't make money so it's 100 percent on me to self-motivate to do all that and that gets super overwhelming with one video a week for sure
0: yeah and and it's um obviously this is not because people some people still think of their physical labor you know and how it's hard and obviously that's hard um yeah and 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 your job is hard because you like you said you have the pressure of making it all happen and also it's a mental uh, challenge all the time because you think about it all the time <laughs> like, you wake all up all the think time about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yesterday was my day off so i um I was putting together this little Game Boy. I was doing a Game Boy mod. And then partway through, I was just thinking about video stuff. So I stopped Open <laughs> with my, my Google Docs. I started writing a script. And I was like, no, no, just do that later. But I was like, oh, I don't want to forget this idea. Let me just finish it real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's you're yeah. never not doing stuff
0: yeah yeah and and so to keep on that tangent because you mentioned the monocle i have to say it's so funny the first time i saw i saw any content you made on that topic was on instagram was a reel, and Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't straight away because you know i'm easily distracted i was looking at the footage and i didn't even see you were not wearing goggles right it was (laughs) i was like and then 30 seconds or once (laughs) the loop was over and i watched again i'm like wait a minute, what's going on? And I didn't see. And I, uh, cause you know, I'm getting old and I'm like, is he, what's happening? Is someone holding your screen somewhere? And then I went in the comment and people said, ah, oh, he's, is that the monocle? And I'm like, oh, he has something on the glasses. The
1: so, FPV monocle. I've had that idea for like five years and finally the technology caught up to me so I could do it.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Is it, how does it feel? Like, compared to so,
1: <laughs> the first clip I flew it around in my house and I was like okay where I flew it around outside but as soon as the pressure was on like inside Walmart with people walking around I couldn't fly it at all I was freaking out so I had to take my hands out of my pocket where my radio was and I had to close one eye with both eyes if you're outside you, you can adjust in a few seconds okay. but trying to fly inside a crowded Walmart I had to close one eye I couldn't see not <laughs> well I couldn't fly well enough at all and that was like maybe only my third time using it too Oh. so if that's more practice it would have been a bit easier if I was used to it
0: yes okay wow I'm still really impressed it, it works you know it was, it
1: was fun it was a super fun idea I'm glad I decided to do that finally yeah
0: yeah it makes um gorilla whoops a lot easier to to make
1: <laughs> to do. oh yeah yeah totally it's so much more stealthy like the radio's already nice and small the goggles really was like the biggest thing it's actually i mailed it out today to my friend spider sugar so he's going to get it in a couple days and make a video about it so if you want to uh, see yes. more monocle action go check out <laughs> spider sugar fpv because he's okay. going to be doing the next doing it next
0: Cool. I I want to see that because it's fun. It's fun. I want to try it too. I think it's maybe it's dude. It's pretty like, sick. I got yeah. that for a
1: hundred bucks on eBay. Oh, like really? only one hundred fifty brand new. But I was still like, I don't want to spend one hundred fifty for this video. So hundred bucks <laughs> eBay used done. Let me get it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People were like, why don't you get the X Real glasses? I'm like, because those are five hundred dollars. I'm not spending that much money for like one prop for a video. That's like three videos worth of money.
0: Oh yes, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um. Well, yeah, that that was the the quick tangent I wanted to talk about. It's it was really fun. Well done on all your videos, like they're very entertaining. Usually I watch them on the weekend during my breakfasts because I can't watch them like the rest of the time, and I'm like, this is entertaining, and it makes me. To me, that that's what you know. Also, FPV is it's it's exactly what you said. It's having fun, and um and so recently after all this thing that I had read on Facebook and after your video i was thinking what can we do what can we do at our own scale when we want to do something because two people renting on the internet i told them um it's simple either you don't care and so you don't you quit instagram and facebook and you go fly with your friends or you actually mm. care and then you do something about it and it's funny because i had told them that in the day after you had posted that video <laughs> and I was like ah someone's doing something about it. <laughs> and so i thought what can we do about it so um i ended up just shooting a, a small video at the local park with a friend just nothing like it's a nothing video it's like hey look i'm going to that park and my friend just has a new toothpick and i'm just going to fly mine and that's what we do and people were like oh my god it's good to see um genuine fpv but i'm like yeah it's still around it is around
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah if you were because you're not trying to sell nothing you're just having fun with your friend and that that you know genuineness came through and people can tell that
0: yeah so what do you think like what do you think is needed at the moment um uh, Like, how can we make FPV, that side of FPV more visible? Uh, I, I recently had, I'm almost answering the question, but I will still leave like, <laughs> some room yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. I re- recently had Fly Tribe magazine um, on, mm. the, on the show, and they talked about how they started the magazine to show the, the community side of um, FPV and how every, bo- yeah. every group is pretty much the same all around the world. So I thought that was a good idea. Um, and, and what about your opinion? What do you think is doable?
1: Tribe's awesome. I love the thing how their cover is always, they never put like big famous pilots on the cover. It's always like local community people that folks know. I think that's super sweet. As far as what we can do, like, I don't know. I kind of just rant. I don't really have many answers. That's for the smarter (laughs) people. But I think, I think really we can not follow trends is, is a big one is not follow the trends of trying to be a YouTuber influencer. Like it's not FTV alone. YouTube, as a whole has gone to shit. There's not that much original creative content because everybody's just trying to follow like a Mr. Beast formula or something like that. As far as the top creators and people below that are just like, like I see a lot of people, you know, they'll have a video and they'll do like um, affiliate links for some, royalty-free music shit, and I'm like, why Why are you doing that, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, I get you trying to make a couple bucks, but literally, you're probably gonna make $12 off that in the next <laughs> six months. Like, would you rather just have your channel look nice and have a nice, fun channel for everybody, or do you want this ugly-ass link that's not gonna make you hardly any money off of at the bottom? Like, I get what people are trying to do, and there's nothing wrong with it inherently. It's just like... Priorities, I guess is what it is. Like, are you trying to make creative content or are you trying to make money off this? Cause you mm-hmm. can't do both. You, you can't, you can't go wishy washy on both ways. If you're trying to make good content, go make good content. If you're trying to make money, make whatever you think will feed the algorithm and put your affiliate link in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't, <clears throat> I think it's ter- it's super hard to do both. Like you can definitely have creative content and maybe have it sponsored by a company and put a link for the company and like get some money that way or something. But When I go out to make a video, my first thought is never how much can I make off this? How many views will this get? Views is secondary. You know, that's down there for sure. But it's never how much money am I going to make off this because I pretty much only do Patreon. I don't uh, monetize or anything like that normally. So I'm just like, what's the best possible content I can make for people to watch and enjoy? If there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of views, right on. If people are like, bro, that was the best shit I've seen and it has low views, right on. That dude loved it. My job's done. I make a new video next week, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's such a good point. And recently, Zoe to add onto that, I had Zoe FPV on the show, and she said, you know, that we need to see FPV um, um, as a hobby, but also FPV is also a business and a whole industry. And I feel yeah, like, definitely. unfortunately both side of of the hobby are is linked to um, sorry are linked to like you said YouTube and social media like you can still yeah. go out and you can fly and you can how can I say you can do it for yourself and never share anything and that's fine lots of people do it um, but if for, for the public image for the opinion uh, in general of the hobby we rely on people posting to social media and exactly yeah. like you said YouTube, <sighs> I don't know what happened right <laughs> <laughs> it got so
1: bad it really got and, and, and I haven't been on it that long myself and even the short time I've been on it has gotten terrible
0: yeah, I don't I don't know why it went that way. And I don't know if it's because people want to see the the, the same thing all the time, all across the thing they're watching. Like I follow lots of different people, uh, you know, not just FPV, but like artists and and people talking about music and just people vlogging yeah. their life in general on YouTube. You know, I don't watch the Kardashians, but I will watch someone really call their house on YouTube. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and all these people end up doing, you know, the um, yeah, the same kind of trends across everything and you're like well that's so weird you know like uh ranking things i'm not saying it's bad i don't want to be the grandma saying we shouldn't be ranking things by tiers and top tiers and but i see it everywhere whether you're a food person a music person uh normal influencers, you're gonna start ranking things in tiers and i think it's okay it's i did that too i did that too yeah i I know you do it and that's okay at least you make it entertaining i did it once Um, you did it once you didn't do it like 20 times over the past yeah. two weeks you know and and yeah, yeah. and it's okay to do it because it was fun when you did it i feel like it was still fun and then <laughs> since then i'm like i'm so sick of this and, oh, and
1: yeah i feel that <laughs>
0: and that's the problem with youtube um in general uh it's that p- people it's almost like we a lot of people think of what what is needed and instead of what um what they actually want to do and and that's okay by the way you did it <laughs> but you <laughs> most of your content is most of the time it's normal to to think about how people are going to receive it as well because like you said it's a job and so yeah you know you can't do zero view either but um i, I feel like originality uh, will pay off maybe more in the long term i want to hope that but at the moment on youtube it's just i think hard. so
1: like I'll say, when I was kind of stuck in my rut with just flying videos, I was getting maybe three to four hundred subscribers a month. But mm-hmm. once I started doing um, like more projects and like doing my my lighting a little bit better and trying a little bit better, now yeah. I'm at this month I have like thirty seven hundred subscribers. So it just oh, like wow. you know shot up rapidly just. Little more effort as far as the ideas and shit. Plus, I think also my consistency paid off. And I uploaded a short clip of Flying Drones in Salvia. I made that video, but I uploaded a short and that has almost a million views. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> you, you kind of like, you can make a million videos but you really have to have one or two really really go viral for any for your your channel to get any sort of traction at all you know what i mean like if i would have had a few videos go viral i I think i would have been at a hundred thousand by now not because my stuff's that great but just because i've been doing it for so long there's so many fpv pilots and everything just those numbers like now that i'm sort of playing the game a little more i'm seeing the benefits from it which sucks because i don't i don't want to like have to play any sort of algorithm game or anything
0: I still yeah. use the music
1: I want. I say what I want. I make the content I want. I never change it for any type of YouTube anything. But but you mm. do see benefits if you kind of, like, do go- do better thumbnails and shit, you know. Play a yeah. little bit of the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's hard with FPV because technically we are flying cameras. So we are tempted to share mm-hmm. it on platforms. And then we yeah. depend on the platform uh, trends and de- depend on, you know, um, the algorithm and stuff and it's just, it's just if your thumbnails suck but your video is great it's still not gonna work you know Like
1: <laughs> yeah i have a few videos i've worked very hard on i thought would do well and i just had garbage thumbnails so they didn't i in fact after my um polaroid on a drone video i yeah. thought that was so good it didn't do that well i started paying this guy mike to do my thumbnails and he crutches it he does a really good job he's done the past you know like 10 thumbnails of mine or whatever oh, wow. so every every time I do one, I just give him money and he does them <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a ton of pressure off me because making thumbnails was so much so much pressure It just yeah. like what the hell do I do and I put all this work into this video but I suck at Photoshop so like it's not gonna you know execution was there
0: yeah, it's it's a nightmare, and I don't have the ideas. I feel like you have either a brain made for thumbnails, or you you don't. You need to learn. Yeah. How to. Um And he's so, we
1: work together good too. He knows exactly what I want, when I don't even know what I want, he's like, "Here you go." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I would have wanted," but I didn't know. Like, <laughs> hell yeah, bro.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. good. Is he uh, close? Like, do you know him in real life, or how did you? Make no, that he's sense?
1: in uh, New Zealand.
0: <clears> oh, <throat> ah, okay. Close so he's me. like as
1: far as possible. <laughs> away from me But he just reached out one day And was like I heard you talking about Struggling with thumbnails I'm a graphic artist If you want to like Try me out He made me a couple And I was like You're hired bro Let's go
0: <laughs> Sold <All day. laughs> Yeah
1: he's, he's perfect for me
0: uh, That's cool um, You should come over Visit the, Pay a, a visit to him And, and to us here We're, we're waiting
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I know One of these days If I ever do leave the states That's like the first place I want to go I want to go to New Zealand Australia and then yes. And then Tokyo And then go home
0: Yes, that would be awesome. They'll <laughs>
1: be tired <laughs> well, after that for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, spe- speaking of doing things like in real life like this, and, and because we were talking about, you know, the what happened to FPV, I, I feel like um, promoting events, would, you know, detaching ourselves from from social media and the online world and going back to Mm -hmm. the real world like either like with the magazine to come back to what we were saying earlier because that's something in Mm -hmm. real life you can pick up and and share with people and Um, it's done so well too yeah yeah it's done so well and and um so in the same spirit it's about little events and why am i thinking that and it's it's, i just had not this idea but i was thinking about it for a long time since you mentioned your park right your fpv Mm -hmm. park um and recently there was a release of an al- uh, album by a band that i like and throughout the world they organized listening parties and it got people oh, nice. a- out of their houses and in their little cities they would go to that music store and they would listen to for the first time to the whole album together and i was like oh my god this is refreshing we're getting <laughs> out of because for the past album from that from from this band, that's Green Day, by the way, uh, <laughs> they were, um, I, they, you know, it would show up on um, Apple Music. You knew the date, and you were waiting in your own living room if you're a fan, you know, and, and then you listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that's and cool. Because everything has become digital, right? You don't even really need to go buy an, a CD or like you pay a, a, a subscription. And so I was like. Oh, there's no excitement anymore. Whereas this year, they were like, we're going to do that. And you can, obviously... It's marketing. Let's not be blind, right? They're not doing it for the community, but a good thing, <laughs> a good, a good uh, thing, added thing is that it did gather people together. And even if we were yeah. all a bit shy here around, because we're all like social, uh, weird social people, <laughs>
1: <And> the <it's> people <laughs> well, that have a super shared interest too. You know, it's, ex- it's, it's it's cool to meet people. Like I remember, I waited in line for one of the Call of Duties at Walmart at midnight, and it was just a bunch of people of all walks of life that were just down to play Call of Duty. It was so cool <laughs> talking to everybody and meeting them. I mean, Like, hell yeah, bro, I'll see you online and shit, you know? Like, we all just shared Call of Duty together and we're all excited about it in the same place and in real life.
0: Yes, exactly. So I think that that it would be cool to organize these kind of things with FPV as well. Like it can start online it can be an announcement and be like hey you know what this is this is what is happening there that day in real life you can pack your stuff and come in and show and i feel like this is more needed and so you know obviously the f- most famous event that i know of is rampage because mm-hmm. that's the only one i know of yeah, you gotta
1: um, pay money to go to that though
0: yeah oh really uh, i didn't know Ram-
1: that right <laughs> rampage yeah it's like 500 dollars now or something it's insane like when it started it was pretty cheap. I yeah, it's it's a lot now. Something I didn't somebody know that. started a um or I was gonna look it up. Somebody started FP was it FP BBQ day or whatever, and I thought that was the coolest thing. That just a day Worldwide, Everybody, you know, they picked one day. It was in the summer. Everybody on that day has a barbecue and flies with their friends. And I thought that was the coolest oh, thing. And that's wow. kind of what you're talking about. We could totally do that for free. Everybody can do that, you know. Um, I mean, you'd have to buy food and stuff. But you just, wherever you live, <laughs> you invite all your FPV buddies. And you come on out and you just have a barbecue and fly and have fun as friends.
0: Oh, that would be so good. And I think that would help heaps with people who feel like things have changed. Because they, they, they suddenly realize. And also, some people genuinely struggle to find other pilots in the area but if you have events like this and you're like well that day you know even if you have to drive a bit because I know, you know, fuel is not cheap and everything, but yeah. you know, if you if you think you can afford it and it's worth it, and for once you're going to fly with people and not alone, I, I mean, like it would be so good to get those things organized. Um, so yeah, how's your park going? <laughs> can I ask? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been there. I've been there twice so far. We just got it a few whoa, before the winter or whatever. So I've only had two times to be able to go out there. So I haven't got too much done. We built one and a half. We Worked on the shit done, though. We built one and a half campsites, one dive gap, cleared the road, and started getting that all done. But there's a ton of dead trees. So majority of the past two trips were Maddie Blunt's just cutting down dead trees and me trying to clear stuff away. But as soon as spring hits, we're going out there I'm gonna do little camping parties or whatever, invite, you know, whoever wants to come out, we're all going to camp out and just cut down more trees, clear stuff <laughs> away, and make little dive gaps and obstacles and everything.
0: Yeah. I guess it's just too hot in winter as well, because... The weather is probably shit to get things So going. I don't have a
1: good co- – it's, like, four hours from me, and I can't drive my car. My car can't really leave town. So I got to rent the car, which is, you know, whatever. But then it's up, like, some mountain roads, and they don't plow those. So I'm not going to try to take a rental car up, like, snowy mountain no. roads and then get stuck in the park, you know, and be, yeah. be stuck there for three days when my rental car was due three <laughs> days ago or some shit. Like It yeah. just – that's not feasible. But summer, spring, all day. I got there. One, I'm planning on going out there once a month at least to work oh, on nice. it. nice.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: hit it hard this this spring and summer for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you, I mean, like the big part is already done. Like finding the location, getting approval. Now it's just a matter of being patient and doing what's doable when it's doable. So it seems a and lot building easier. Building up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and exactly. people can already fly a bit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was – somebody hit me up. They were in the area for work or something, and they're like, can I go out there? And I was like, yeah, you know, don't, don't mess nothing up. Go have fun, camp out, fly, whatever, man. It's, it's for everybody. We just like – I want to get it going before I start having a bunch of people out there. Like there's no sewer. There's nowhere to take a shit right now. So I don't want 20 <laughs> people out there all pooping in the fucking river or whatever, you know. I just I – just, yeah. It needs time to, like, get set up properly. And a lot of people are impatient. A lot of people that didn't even donate for it are very impatient and giving me shit about it. And I'm just like, bro, you don't understand logistics at all of getting this going. Like, if you want to go out there, sure. but are going to have to drive into town to poop. There's nothing to fly right now. Like, (laughs) I enjoy going out there because I can pitch my tent and chill and, like, work on it and stuff. But it's not, like, a park yet. It's just a raw 10-acre piece of land that we got to work on.
0: (laughs) It's like a a place... That you can legally fly at, but it's not yeah. like there's no facility. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. But we're going to set up solar. We're going to get, you know, build a little outhouse with composting toilets and shit. Like it's going to be, it's going to be cool. It's going to have a lot of nice stuff. We just, we just need time to get it all going. It's going to be a big project.
0: Yeah. And this, but, you know, uh, I started
1: this because I wanted it to inspire other people to start their own parks too. So, like, if you're sick of waiting for me, go, go start your own. Go, go make an FEV park so we can have a hundred of them all over the place.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that would be awesome because then it's it's like I said we deta- we detach a bit ourselves from depending on the internet and we can build real communities as well and because you know that's what we were saying with the guys at the FPV magazine it's like if you get a magazine or if even if because. Of course there were criticism about uh, ecology and that you know it's paper and um, which i understand um, mm-hmm. but online as well you can read it online and i mm-hmm. feel like for a moment you can just stop and do something without being submerged by um, uh opinions that are not needed. <laughs> yeah, and you can yeah, just yeah, you could it. actually
1: digest a piece of information without knowing everybody's opinion about it.
0: Yes, yeah, and that's like that's that. enjoyable. And that's what <laughs> happens when you meet people in real life because when you meet them in real life, uh, if even if they say something that, you know, you're like, oh that was a bit shit. <laughs> you, <laughs> either you call them out on it and then they shut up or, or you're like you're not saying it doesn't add up, right? And the community is very genuine and there's no one talking yeah. shit in real life. <laughs> (laughs) we need to yeah yeah
1: it's not like that like for sure there's people here that have definitely different politics and stuff and we hang out and coexist just fine whereas online maybe you know online is also rage bait you might see something that invokes an emotion so you feel some sort of need to like comment on that because it evokes it. you take it personally you know what i mean We're like dude just chill you don't need to and then in real life you hang out you don't talk about stuff like that you don't feel the need to do that like even if somebody does mention something it's usually just kind of downplayed and then you go about your day doing whatever else like Mm. the the online presence is just too much I saw a meme the other day it said "Do you remember when the internet was something you went to and then you could like get away from and that hit me so hard I was like yeah I remember the internet was like you sat down you did your internet then you turned off the internet and you went back to real life and didn't follow you around everywhere else you went
0: oh I I felt that that too (laughs) <laughs> yeah you remember I don't know how old you are I have no idea uh,
1: 43 I'm 43 now
0: okay right because me for example the the big start of internet at my house was when I was like 13 uh, mm-hmm. so you would have been 23 um and mm-hmm. um yeah I remember telling my mom I'm, I'm going on the internet. <laughs> and she was like, yep. <laughs> and then after after an hour or so, she was like, that's enough internet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then
1: you could just be done with the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's so true. And now it's all the time, at, all yeah. at once. Everything, <laughs> like the movie, you know, everything all at once, like <laughs> I forgot the name of it.
1: <laughs> I've, I've gotten so sick of subscription stuff. Like I canceled everything, no Spotify, no Netflix. I bought an iPod and now I just download songs off the internet definitely illegally and I run Foo Bar 2000 <laughs> just a music player on my desktop to listen to music on my computer and then I have Plex I just download movies and put them in Plex and I have it streaming everywhere in my house like you can get away from subscription stuff if you're yeah. willing to bend the rules a little bit but I'm like these companies you know you buy a movie and then five years later you don't own that movie anymore because licensing rights had changed so you never mm-hmm. owned that movie in the first place you might as well just download a copy for yourself in just case they decide to take it from you you still have it because you paid for it
0: hmm yeah i feel like a lot of people at the moment even the young generation that was born full in a digital world um they mm-hmm. they find it interesting to go back to a bit of the material world and be like oh yeah. it's, it's nice it's to buy a city nice. a cassette do you say do you say cassette in in cassette yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> what's going I on with somewhere. that oh, really? <laughs> i
1: bought a new cassette like last year yeah this grindcore band i like Wormrot came out with a new album that's yeah, over there, and they released some cassettes, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I'll take a cassette tape. But it's <laughs> sick. The whole the whole cassette is like a graphic of this lady. Like it's so it's super cool. It's like okay, if you're gonna make one in the future, it should look like this.
0: Okay, <laughs> <It's super cute. laughs> that's cool. Uh. Mm. If you see it, you can always uh, sh- send me a photo later. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'll find it later. It's sick. <laughs> now I kind of want to know where it is, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> mm. It's the only cassette that I own now.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I have any. Uh, When I went back in October to my parents' house, I found a cassette that you could, you know, the the blank one that you could record on. And so I used to wait for songs on the radio, like when it was like the top 20 (laughs) on Sunday evening. I would just wait because I knew they would be on them. And then when it starts recording, it just pressing and then you have to stop before the the person starts talking again you know the, the yep, DJ. Yep. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's
1: old school yeah, yeah. i see that shit. <laughs>
0: uh and it feels so good and um maybe you know maybe we have to go that way as human into the digital world to realize the limits of it maybe like there's always good and bad in things and yeah. maybe we're starting to realize the bad thing and it's the same with fpv maybe it went You know, very exponential towards uh, all social media and, you know, travel influencers and DJI stuff. Maybe we needed that extreme. To realize that oh but it's taking away from the essence of fpv to try to go back and push more the real essence of fpv that's and that's why your really park is point. happening yeah you know your, your parks happening uh magazines are happening it feels like we're going backwards but not really we're actually going back to the real thing you know the fire yeah, we're
1: it's a different branch maybe we're evolving to a different branch instead of going one way and being super corporate we're branching off evolving into our diy roots and like the fun community aspect of it Mm because you can only try you know get nickel and dime to death so much by these companies and they can only try to sell you so much bullshit before another company's gonna start and be like hey no check it out we got you we're gonna we're gonna start like i think dji is an example despite what you think they're kind of just a big conglomerate company that doesn't care about you and just wants to force their products on you and then you have walksnail and HD0 starting up like hey here's my main thing DJI you couldn't just plug in uh, HDMI cord and then plug it into a monitor and show your friends you had to buy their $900 monitor to do that you can plug it into your phone but you have to go through their software HD0 and Walksnail. you just plug it in and your friend the monitor they can watch you fly that's like the core of FPV you used to have analog you know just have your little analog monitor have your friends yeah. watch you fly and everything. You can't do that with DJI. It, it, that's the huge difference between these companies. It's like it is a DIY community-based hobby sport outside mm. of the um, the influencer travel, work drone, whatever mm. it is. It's, you know, freestyle, racing, all that stuff. It's pretty community-based. And you can't be locking people out with stuff like that or they're just not going to support you
0: yeah yeah it's it's interesting you talked about analog because i'm still on analog i tried um dji a bit uh because it was easy to try for work and stuff um mm. and and i tried it on my own but i get sick like i actually <laughs> physically get dizzy with hd like motion sickness yeah <laughs> so- yeah that sucks me too Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why I tried DJI. Well, Walksnail. I really wanted to like Walksnail, but I just got motion sickness too much. The variable frame rate and the lag. Same thing with VR, though. Like, Can you play VR? Do you no. get motion sickness when you do VR?
0: Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah,
1: same. I had a Quest 2 and I had to stop playing it because I kept getting sick on it. Just some people. Some people can't do it. They need like that, that constant frame rate or they get sick.
0: Yeah. And so because I never really went into the digital stuff and because lots of my friends still fly analog, I was on another podcast recently and I said, oh, it's so cool. You know, I I still like uh, plugging into the other's frequency and watching them. Mm -hmm. And the host was like, yep, that's what we used to do all the time. And now we do it less and less <laughs> because of everybody's <laughs> has, has a different system, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So. A lot of people here have HD0, which is nice. You see the HD0 analog, so we can always watch each other either with a monitor plugging in or tuning in.
0: That's cool. Maybe that's, that's also something that needs to happen. We need to, well, I don't think the GI will do it, but we need something That is maybe better technology for everybody, for the majority, but we can still like watch each other because apparently that's something that has disappeared (laughs) these days and I had no idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I saw it happening um, when people here started getting DJI and stuff. So we had analog DJI and uh, HD Zero. Nobody's really watching each other. Like that was a big thing with me and Cricket when we used to fly together is watching each other, talking shit, pushing each other. And then when they all got DJI down there, it was like nobody can watch anybody fly. It kind of changed the dynamic for sure. But then everybody here went to HD zero, maybe because they saw me flying it all the time and being like, this is so good. But now it's nice when we meet up, like we can all watch each other just fine.
0: Mm. So when you fly HD zero, you don't get sick?
1: No, because it's not, it's a, a fixed latency. It's not oh. variable. It's just, you know, if you're getting, if you're getting out of range, you get a little bit of breakup, like analog. I did oh, wow. when I tried the 10, I tried the ten eighty thirty 30 mode, which is a real low frame rate. Is it the frame rate? I think it's the low frame rate. That made me kind of sick that was just like clicking clicking along wasn't smooth at all and i was like oh i can't do this at all
0: <laughs> yeah but normally okay.
1: HD zero yeah especially the 540 90 is super butter super smooth
0: and and so the delay you're getting is it significant compared with when you're flying with analog though or what, from HD zero no yeah.
1: it's i think on paper it's faster if not as fast but it feels okay. like it feels like analog. Your video is just a lot better, and then when mm-hmm. it breaks up, you know you get your digital breakup, which is kind of a deal breaker for people at first. But for me, I was like, "Oh no, I can't get used to this." A week later, I was like, "Oh, this is fine. This is okay. just like just like analog breakup."
0: Hmm. just so you know i usually what you say i end up doing <laughs> the, the thing i ever told you like when you tried the tango the tbs tango 2 i was like i need one uh, it's it was so good that's, is... a,
1: that's a good radio though i love that radio
0: <laughs> yes. i would if,
1: it, if you know somebody with hd0 definitely give it a try like just fly it around it'll feel like analog for sure it'll just look a lot nicer
0: Cool. Okay. Well, maybe that's that's the next step I, I want to take then because, well, I'm happy with my analog, especially the locations I fly at. It's very open space. But, so yeah, yeah. So seeing. Analog but is good.
1: We, a lot of people have experienced bad analogs. So they don't like it, but you can get really good. You can get analog better analog video that looks better than HD zero. You know what I mean? Some of their mm. older cameras. <clears throat> like Mr. Steeles is a good example. Mm-hmm. When he shows his analog, it's always super crispy and good.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you
1: need good. You have to really do anal- analog good. You have to have a good receiver, not beat up. I mean, a, a video transmitter, and okay. you have to have good antennas, or else you're going to get bad video.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have, I have upgraded antennas. I was like, I was at this spot and I was like, what's going on? Uh, and my friend thought I was just complaining about the noise, uh, like I was a, a noise princess or something. Cause I was like, what's going on? I, I can't follow you. And then he looked at my signal and he was like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> and it was actually my antennas on the goggles. Cause he, when he was looking in his feed, he was like, yeah, it's breaking up a bit. And, and then I passed him my goggles. We swapped goggles. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's really bad. I was like, thank <laughs> God. And we realized my, my antennas were shit. So, yes, it is very important. Check your antennas. Yeah, um, definitely. And... To come back on what we were saying, you know, like, so building part of the community. um, So I'm just trying to put some structure in this episode, right? We were seeing seeing more, less online, more real life, you know, and um, uh, obviously uh, events and things like that. But also Mm -hmm. something that I've noticed recently, because I've been added to the Kiss Discord, you know, the Kiss FC Mm -hmm. Discord. And it's so funny because we would... I was in in the hobby when everybody was on forums, and Mm. then it it left forums and went to Facebook groups, right, to find help and things like that, and now it's back i feel like a lot of the communities move back to discord which is for me it's a forum yeah that's why i like it yeah
1: (laughs) i think discord is great i don't know anything about the company itself i'm sure they're evil just like every other big company but (laughs) it is more like a forum i I like navigating discord a lot better and it's not as toxic as facebook i I have been on facebook for years now but it does not feel like that at all like everybody's usually pretty cool depending on the discord you go in yeah, like, mine, no, you know, it, it's real simple. Like, be a good person. They'll be racist, homophobic, transphobic. They'll come in there, like, shouting. You know, people talk about politics from conservative and, and you know, liberal or whatever in there. And we can all kind of just have a good time. Sometimes it gets a little heated, but we chill out, you know, <laughs> step away from the computer, come back. And we're all friends at the end of the day. It, it Nobody has to be, like, absolutely right in their opinion in there. Yeah. Like, we're all – everybody's about there for the hobby and to have fun and uplift each other, not, you know – put each other down or anything like that so it depends on the discord you get in depends on the group and everything but I think it can be super healthy for community in fact I do the meetups that I do I try to do one one every three months I've taken a little break on them but that all started from discord I call them unofficially discord meetups but it's for anybody that wants to go but that's because I was like damn there's so many people in here that I'm like friends with online I want to hang out with them in real life and fly drones and just like do homie stuff so I started doing the meetups pretty much just to see all of them and yeah. anybody can do that. Anybody can you can start a Discord, you can get a group together. If you live, you know, hundreds of miles away, start to do a meetup. Meet up once a year, twice a year if you want.
0: Yeah. And I think it's it's it works. And um yeah, it's it's and it feels more like family based than social media for some reason. Maybe because it's it's a chat and it's organized, like you know where to it's say like real the things time. you need to say. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, I was. It took me time to join Discord, and now I finally see the benefit. and And maybe that's where everybody's going. And less and less people are sh- shitty uh, on Facebook groups and things like that. They are not helpful s- to me anymore. Like I, yeah, I, I don't uh, ask questions in there anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I see a lot of people leaving Facebook. Like I see a lot of you know new kids not even joining it or not even or making one and then it's not even using it. And then a lot of older people just leaving straight up. Because what's the point? Somebody's just gonna call you a name or yell at you or tell you you're stupid or. <laughs> Or something like yeah that's not fun at all and <laughs> that's facebook for you know prioritizing stuff like that to get engagement out of people whereas discord you just go do your thing if you don't yeah. like the people just leave go to a different yeah. server
0: <laughs> yeah and discord is well structured i always know that whether I can ask a certain question or not, because the topic says, you know, uh, ESCs, and you're like, oh, that's where I can ask my question for ESCs, yep. and I will not be, uh, you know, harassed for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I think that's super cool. You have all your different little rooms and everything for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. I don't know if, if that episode was uh, structured or anything, but I really enjoyed talking <laughs> a bit about this more further. We went on tangents. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think you, if there was anything as you wanted to talk about, about FPV getting popular or anything like that to, f- to finish the episode? Or what? what no, I just... Thoughts?
1: I think I would like just people, especially those that are new to the hobby, to know, like, it's not just what you see on YouTube. It's not all just, like affiliate links and rpm filters and beta flight tweaking like you can have fun and just have fun and it can be super you can make it as hard as you want it to be or it can be super easy you can just go fly you can go fly a little whoop with your friends and do whatever you want not have to worry about if you're on the latest you know esc firmware or anything like sure you can tweak your quad to make it fly how you want as far as that goes but you can also just go have fun and enjoy this crazy thing that we have which is fpv you know what i mean like it's pretty new having wireless goggles with a video feed and flying around Take a step back and like think about it. That's freaking incredible. I think a lot of people that have been doing it for a while take it for granted too. You know, new people coming in and people that have been doing it forever, like Switch it up, try a different system, get new antennas, try to make your video better, like try a different size quad or something. A lot of people have been doing it and they get burnt out. But for me, I know when I switched to ELRS, it kind of reignited my passion for drones. And then when I switched to HD zero, same thing happened again. And then when I started flying micros a lot more frequently, I was like, I love these. It's so much fun just to fly around and cruise. I don't have the pressure of like having to do tricks and breaking my drones all the time. So I think I would just say like, if you've been doing it for a while, switch things up. If you're new to it, like explore all your options.
0: It, it' nice. It made me feel something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good. But... I totally just made that up. <laughs> I don't even know how much of that I believe, but I just said it. No, That's all from um, the heart.
0: Yeah, that that definitely sounded from the heart. Well, thanks so much for joining about um, this topic today. It's always nice to Thank have you. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is fun as always.
0: <laughs> and uh, so, if people want to see more of Budgrinder, I don't even think we need to advertise, but that's just my opinion. But uh, you have a YouTube yeah, channel. Go see Budgrinder on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you, you you have a Discord community. We just were talking yeah. about Discord. It's and the it... I
1: Hate Bot Grinder United community. <laughs> really we're all there to talk shit about me it's
0: great. <laughs> that's awesome um yeah and if you like this uh this podcast people feel free to support it we are we are on youtube now uh thanks to patreon because Pat- patrons pay this platform we're recording on so thank you all awesome. my patrons um and we are on all podcast apps so feel free to give us ratings if you didn't like it don't give ratings please <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah thanks everybody we will hear about you and see you in about two weeks time and in the meantime we wish you some happy real life flying. <laughs> all right see ya
1: bye